right, so we are live, sir. Um, how old are you for the record? 57. Great. Who are you and how would you describe yourself? Father Jim Radloff. I am a pastor at Holy Communion Church, which is celebrating four years in existence here in Bend, Oregon. What matters to you or what motivates you? Every morning I get up and I say the same prayer. May everything I do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help, and reach perfection under your guidance. Amen. And so what motivates me every day is just my faith. And what my faith is, is in a Lord that just calls us to love God, neighbor, and self. And so my work is very much just helping people to love. What do you think we mean to each other, uh, individual to individual? And, and not you and me, but you know, as an example, but each individual to other. My perspective on life always comes from being an extreme extrovert, and so I'm energized by people. I don't operate well in a vacuum. So whenever I'm in the presence of another person, I gain so much from being in that presence of another person. And I love the variety of the people that I come in contact with on every day because it just excites me. I always learn something or I come by with something. I did a emergency anointing on Friday afternoon and, and here's a man in a life-threatening situation. And so I'm going in thinking to myself, well, I'm going to help him in his time of need. And yet I walked out of the hospital room gaining so much for the encounter because I lived by this mistaken philosophy that if I just find peace, then I will be better able to deal with everything else that's in my life. And he's just like, no, you've just got to find peace in the midst of living your life. And I like that instead of thinking, I need the peace first, and then it's in the midst of life. So I walked out of there with such a better attitude that day of somebody who was basically told that they almost died and still the future was unknown. What does community mean to you? And, and I'm not asking for a definition of the term, but what's its impact on you and, and your potential impact on it? Community to me is really celebrating a vast diversity of gifts. I don't believe everybody has all the gifts or everything that they need. I believe we were created as social beings needing each other. I had a couple of friends who they decided to go move off the grid. So they bought this old farm and they were going to be totally self-supporting, which was successful until she got pregnant with her first child. Then it was amazing how much they recognized they needed other people. And then when he needed supplies, amazing, he didn't make his own nails. I don't know what the problem was. And it was just fun when they came and visited me recently in Bend. We had to go for sushi because they found living off the grid 
just didn't provide good sushi. And so we just, we laughed and we had a, a good time. It's nice to be self-supporting and independent, but there are such advantages to community. And with me, being the extrovert that I am, I am so energized by others that those times when I'm feeling inadequate or I'm feeling down or I'm feeling that I'm just not able to make it on my own, I love that there's somebody around, somebody in the community that'll somehow just help build me back up again. So I just think we're created as social beings, as that we need community. It's, it's part of the main purpose of this church here is giving people a place they can come to and get supported, encouraged, and, and helped. It's, it's as Pope Francis put it, he said, churches need to be seen as a field hospital to the wounded. And I, I prefer that than a, than a bunch of like-minded people getting together and all professing the same belief in some cold doctrine. It's just like, no, do we have a safe haven a place where people can find joy or peace or a hug when they need it. And so it's just creating community within the community, but then changing us in that encounter so that we go out and have that same effect in everybody we meet in the community. That if I leave here in a better mood, that's certainly going to contribute to a better response in the crazy traffic here in Bend, Oregon, mm -hmm. that if I left here in a bad mood, because I'd respond differently to the constant long trains that go across Reed Marker Road. But it's just like when I leave here in a, in a better mood. So f for me, community is just people sharing their diverse gifts, talents, for the, to build up and the benefit of everybody else. On the other side of the coin from the what matters to you and what motivates you, um, is there something that concerns you? What's concerning me now is just how divisive people are tending to be in their differences. Instead of respecting that we're all different and there's no way there's going to be a uniformity in thought and beliefs ever, and instead of just acknowledging and celebrating those differences, it's just frustrating how people make it personal. It's like, I don't like who you voted for, for president, so I'm not going to like you because there must be something wrong with you that you would vote that way. And it becomes a personal attack. And so what what breaks down the community is is when there becomes this divisiveness and it's even worse when there's this need that everybody needs to believe like I do and be in my camp or be a member of, of my church. I'm the only right church in town so everybody else must be the wrong church instead of saying no the reason there are so many flavors of ice cream is because not everybody likes vanilla there's so many different ways to celebrate life and celebrate faith and celebrate each other. And why do we have to say it's right or wrong or black and white or you or me and us against them? It's like, no, I don't like that divisiveness. I like a great discussion 
if we can keep it to the topic, but I want to continue to love the person, even if I may be totally in disagreement with what they hold, I still like the dignity of the person. I have to uphold their dignity no matter what they stand for or, or where they're at. I don't want to make it personal. I'd much rather love them as a person and then then I think we can have a better discussion than to just turn them off or turn them away. Well, that's certainly not going to move us forward together. So what I don't like is, I just don't like the d divisiveness that seems to be out there. I'm not a lighthearted person and um, I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed and this isn't just like a, a acute um, problem that's feeling quite chronic but I'm pretty overwhelmed by the state of the world and it's not to say that I don't see any good but I, I'm definitely aware of, of the bad and um, th there's a long list of, of social injustices that are happening all around the world but also just all around us um, what's What's your role in the fight against social injustice? Your meaning anybody's, but I'm talking to you. So how do you see your role um, in the combat against um, divisiveness, against greed, against uh, racism, against uh, homophobia? A long list, right? You know, we could go on and on. What's your role in the fight against that? My role... In, my, in the fight against injustice can be seen as my role as a pastor of a, a small church in Bend, Oregon, and you just look at the fruit of what I work to promote. So in the injustice of an inequality of access to good food, I'm a very big encouragement to the people of Holy Communion Church to support the giving plate. And so this past Saturday we had a large number of volunteers over there. It's one thing to talk about the hungry, but other people can do the talking about and the theory and, and the minimum wage and everything else. I'm looking at the hungry and how can I help them have access to food? And especially giving plate as the kids corner. The children I don't know what led to the situations of the family which which they're growing in right now. All I know is they're hungry, let's give them food. So when it comes to the giving plate, my whole thing with this social injustice is I can let other people theorize and have their great gatherings, protests or whatever. It's everything that I promote here is just really hands-on. So we feed the hungry with giving plate. We help provide the Pregnancy Resource Center. So we're doing a baby bottle fundraiser right now and we just promoted a, um, an event at the Christian Life Center. It's just how can we help women who find themselves pregnant for whatever reason. I'm not going to judge their age or how they do it, but how can we help them if they're going to need prenatal vitamins, if they're going to need uh, regular ultrasounds, or just, it's again, it's the hands-on. When it came to the whole immigrant issue, people are like, well, what are you going to do as a church? And so we have the 
illegal immigrants who belong to our church. And so I went to them and I said, how can I help you? Instead of taking a big political stand on what's right and what's wrong, how can I help you? And they're like, well, we want to become legal. I said, great, let's figure out what to do. And so each of our immigrants now have a sponsor and we're helping them get through the whole legal system, including paying all the fees to make them legal. They're carrying letters right now that if they're ever stopped, they can say, hey, we're going through the process, we want to become legal. So it's just a, it's a hands-on. Um, for three years in a row, we've been the number one fundraisers for the Relay for Life. Cancer has touched too many people, and, and it's tragic. At the same time, let's do something about it. And I like walking around a track. 24 hours, we have people of our church walking around the track, and we really promote the ceremony where we have luminary bags of loved ones who have died from cancer, or loved ones who are struggling with cancer. It's just a, a real hands-on reminder. So when it comes to all these, I've never been the, let's theorize about this. I'm just like, well, others can be gifted in doing that. What can I do to just do hands-on? How can I help people in an individual basis? So like we opened up the church before Christmas it was a jingle event, and we gave funny money to children so they can come in and buy Christmas gifts for their siblings and stuff. And so we have a storage unit, and it's through the giving plate. Again, how can we help them when it comes to just Christmas and stuff? So with this whole social justice issue, my main thing is encouraging the people here, and, and it's, it's seen in our church bulletin, our outreach ministry, if let's just, we'll do the hands-on, and others can worry about immigration, or the hungry, or housing, or teen pregnancy, or whatever. We're going to just, if they're pregnant, we'll help them. Do you have a sense of purpose? an individual? It's fun with the sense of purpose as an individual is something I preached on just a few weeks ago because I bumped into too many people that don't seem to know what their purpose is. And so it's kind of funny because my purpose is to help people to find their purpose, that everybody has been created for a unique purpose. And too often it's discouraging. I've had to do two funerals for suicides. Why? what led to them no longer feeling that they wanted to go on. And I don't know. It could have been a whole number of things, but I look at the consequences of people evaluating their own lives and helping everybody to see, no, everybody has a purpose. So my purpose is really helping people to find that they do matter. They do have a purpose. It's kind of fun. In some ways, I'm almost like in career planning, that people come to me and what they're doing with their life is not fulfilling. And yeah, you gotta put food on the table, especially if you have a family. Well, how can we find something that's more fulfilling or be fulfilled in the midst of still doing what you need to earn the money on the side? So it's just, my purpose is to help people to find their purpose, because I do believe I have an important role and purpose 
in this community and I can see it by in four years we have over 400 active members and, and a place of our own and what I love they're active members they're excited they're joyful they're they're on fire and and they seem to be affecting others so that we have more and more people coming and, and finding a purpose. What do you want more of in your life? What do I want more of in my life? Boy, that's a really good question. Because I can't think of anything offhand. I already have so much. Guess what I want more of in my life is for more to have a life like mine where I'm surrounded by people who I know love me. Um, I have people that I can love. I have something that I really get excited about waking up in the morning to do. I guess you could say that in a way it's a a ministerial workaholic because it's hard to separate working hours from relaxation hours because it's just who I'm doing so what do I want more of life well um, I guess I just want more life as a two-time cancer survivor and my brother died of cancer at 37 and my father died of cancer at 54 and my mother's struggling with the return of cancer guess I want more life out of my life but it's really guided my perspective that I don't know when my life's gonna end so I'm living my life as full as I can every moment it's frustrating for some of my friends they they're a little frustrated when they're like can we go out and get a drink and I'm like um, I have an opening in two weeks and they're like what I said well yeah that's just yeah, it, it's, I love living life and I, I keep it very full. I'm up at 4 a.m. in the morning and I'll be going out and having a good time with some friends tonight. So what do I want more of life? Just life. That's the questions. I, I like to leave the last one. Um, just if you have anything else you'd like to put on the record, this is your chance. I like what you're doing with this whole project. It'll be interesting to go and spend some time reading what others have had to say about community because we've got a lot of good things going for us in the community of Bend. Doesn't mean there aren't areas in need of improvement and I think this could really contribute to that. Just looking at the diversity of who you already have It'll be interesting to see if there's a common thread that is shared by all of humanity and see what other people's goals, hopes, dreams, expectations, purpose is. So I'm just honored to be invited to be part of this and looking forward to seeing where it goes in the future. Thank you.